Welcome back, guys, to Developing the Web. <laughs> I guess I need an intro. Um, I've been noticing that I think these podcasts are more of therapy for me um, because what I'm saying is things I kind of know and I'm just, I don't know, repeating them to myself. And it's good because in a way, um, it kind of sticks more in my brain. I can organize those thoughts and be held accountable to them and just so many little things that I'm discovering creating this podcast and you know just talking to this mic that's in front of me looking at this screen with a countdown ticker just going I mean it's really trippy but today is going to be about things I'm learning right right now and that's the whole thing about this podcast it's what I'm learning at this very moment um, so that at the very end, I don't know, in like a couple of years from now, someone can look back at all these episodes and see my process of who I've become, what I've done, and the errors I've made, the things I've learned, and whatever. And again, some of you might be ahead of me in this process. Some of you might be blowing me in this process. And if you're ahead of me, I totally want you to reach out and give me any advice. And if you're below me, ask for advice and I'll help you. So let's go to my confusions and contradictions, okay? I am full of contradictions. I mean, I think I am a walking contradiction. Um, I have tattoos all over on, you know, one part of my arm, yet I love religion and I love spirituality, yet I drink on the weekends and I have done drugs. I do smoke weed sometimes, but I'm all about meditation and breathing exercises and... Uh, you know, there's just so many different things. And I think that maybe happiness comes with clearing up those contradictions and, you know, having some self-discipline and picking one side over the other or who the fuck knows. But in this, we're not going to talk so much about spiritual contradictions because we're here about the fucking money, baby. So let's talk about money, 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 money. Okay. So, whew. Right now, I've been reading tons of books, okay? I'm reading all of those um, books like, you know, the cheesy one, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I thought it was extremely cheesy, which is why I never, ever, ever picked it up. You know, that purple book, that cover with the yellow and that the Chinese Asian guy on it? There was something about it that just was like, this book is probably a gimmick. You know, he's probably just another Tony Robbins trying to spiel some stuff at me. And I read that and a bunch of other books. Uh, but this one, it was so different. It wasn't anything what I expected. It was a story about, obviously, this guy with a rich dad and a poor dad. Uh, the poor dad was his real dad and the rich dad was his friend's dad. The poor dad had a job, a PhD uh, man who had a good job and lived in a nice wealthy area. And they, without giving too much away, but, you know, here it's all about, you know, giving something away. They, him, the author, as a kid, would notice that kids around him had new things, yet him and his friend didn't. Um, and he went to go ask his poor dad, his, uh, his dad that's a PhD guy. And he's like, well, I don't really know how to make money. Um, I just have a job. But you should ask Timmy's dad about how to make money because we have the same accountant and the accountant says that he has a lot of money. So the kids were like, Hmm, how does he have a lot of money? But he doesn't really show it. We're like, what's the deal? And they're little kids. 
Uh, next thing you know, they're both working for the rich dad and the rich dad is giving them all these life lessons, like not paying taxes in the right way, creating businesses, creating assets so that they can help you become wealthy. Okay. So my thing was, I'm always being confronted by these images of wealth being something very easy. It's this idea being sold to you by people that are faking it. They're faking it. They're showing you, oh, life looks so good in Tulum, Mexico. Life is so precious working two hours a day. The reality is, dude, those people aren't making that money. They're making money off your attention. And the real ones that are making a shit ton, they don't have enough time to brag about it. Okay. And if they do, they're just doing it to help. And what is happening is, so we have to come back to it, right? We are faced with, we first need a job. Okay. Um, actually, let me, let me train. Let, I think I got a little confused there. Let me go back a sec. Uh, I have no way to pause this. So I'm sorry if you're hearing some dead silence, but the dad said building an asset. Okay. Um, oh, the wealth, here we go. The wealth part. You're only wealthy if the things you own can, uh, bring in money for you without working. Okay. So if you have real estate, that's the biggest cliche that can bring in rental income and that rental income will pay for your life expenses. If you don't have to work another single day and all the assets that you have are making you money, you're a wealthy person. If you have a job and you're making a lot of money and you're spending a lot, you're just rich. And even then your net worth might not be a lot. When you go ahead and sell it all, you're going to get hit with taxes, all this stuff. But still we're faced with this contradiction, the chicken and the egg, right? I want these assets, but I have no money. And when I do have the money, I don't have enough. Um, and I don't know how to put deals together. I don't know what the down payment is for something like this. And how much do I really need? And how much is this? And the market is this and that, right? So let's clear it up a little bit. I always thought that you needed a lot of money to invest in real estate, which is not true. Um, you can put deals together with five, 10, $20,000. Okay. But let's, we have to get to those five, 10, $20,000 first. And we do have to work. Okay. Now. We shouldn't be working for the money itself is what I've been learning from this book. We should be working for the experience and what we're learning from that job so that we don't rely on the job for the money in a way that I'm trying to help my sister out is she's at this very stage. She wants to become a dentist, but she has this extreme passion to develop herself in a business mindset, right? She really has this itch inside of her and she wants to pursue it. My dad has that itch. My mom has that itch. I have it. Everyone around us has it. Uh, and it's been heavily influenced. And I tell her, well, shit, it's not easy, yo. You're, you're, first, you need a skill, right? First, you need to be faced with a bunch of tragedy. You need to feel pain. You need to feel compassion for others. You need to know what it's like to work hard. You need to put your face out there. You need to know what sales is like. You need skills, because if she were right now to go out and sell something, um, she could do good. And a lot of people do do good, but people do better when they have some skills. So I'm telling her, find some jobs. Of course, don't do it for the money. Do it for the hustle. 
see and analyze every little aspect of it so that when you're ready to do your own thing, um, you have an upper hand and you're ready to go. Now you can also just quickly start a Fiverr account, start selling some things and, you know, start from that. But I always think little things do help you on that path. Okay. So now my thing, okay. I'm a little bit more ahead in that path. Mine is I've had all these jobs. I've worked those till 2 AM in the morning on the weekends, you know, all of the, the crap that you could think of were uh, real estate jobs that don't make you any money because I wasn't hustling hard enough. And now I have just become one employee to another employer. Although I'm making more money, right? I was making 40, 50, 60 an hour. I think it was just 40, 50. And now I'm making, yes, a hundred, but I'm still working for my, I'm still working. I'm still exchanging time. I'm still doing cool projects that I like, but at the same time, I noticed that this isn't sustainable. This isn't how people are going to get rich. This isn't my way of getting rich, right? No matter, even if I bring my rate up to a thousand dollars an hour, um, yes, of course, that's three. If I work three hours, that's $3,000 a day. And then you change and you multiply that by 30, which is $90,000 a month. And that gets you a lot of money, but still, I'm still changing my time. Wouldn't it be better if I did projects on the side with assets that I have already created and businesses that I'm creating that are making me my own money? So what does that mean? And I'm exploring different ways. So I do enjoy design. I do enjoy coding and I don't want to stop doing that because it's a creative process. I love it. I love the hustle of talking to clients. I love putting things together. You know, I enjoy it so much, but that's not, I don't want to trade that time. So what I'm figuring out is I need to create some things that are creating, um, you know, passive income. And I hate that word because nothing is passive. You still have to organize the business. You still have to maintain it, upkeep it. Uh, right. It takes time, but it takes less time and it doesn't take constant time during your day all the time, depending on your business. For example, I saw a guy, he's selling journals. He does the design for them. He loves the design, spends a couple hours on that. Then go ahead and put him on a marketplace. He makes about $5,000 a month just from these journals. Isn't that amazing? Well, what if we have other digital assets that are being sold on a recurring basis and we're not talking about selling courses and all this stuff because maybe at a later date in life when i'm extremely successful i'll sell courses but at the moment that's not what i want to get into um i'd rather get into you know building businesses and that's what it's all about uh and from the mindset that i've learned i can create these businesses And it just takes a little bit of risk. It takes some capital, which is what I'm doing with this work I'm creating. So let's say uh, I end up making 20 to 25,000 to $30,000 a month. Okay. Realistic. Like we know that means that I really only want to live with two to $3,000 a month that I spent in my car payments, in rent, 
and in food. Let's say housing would be 1,000, my car is about another 700, and then let's just add another 1,000 for food and all that stuff. We're, we're at about 3,000, okay? With $3,000, and if I'm making 20K, let's subtract 20 from three, that gives us $17,000. If you're able to put $17,000 in the bank every month, that is, let's just round it up to 20,000, and let's take some out. Two, four, six, eight. In three months, you would have made nearly $70,000. Two, four, six, two, four, six, eight, no. In four months, you would have made nearly $70,000. With that $70,000, you can pour that into your assets. You can pour that into investments um, and create capital so that little by little, you're abstracting yourself from the thing that you're trading time with. Okay. So it's so funny. I'm literally repeating all this to you guys. Uh, and I'm really just repeating it to myself. It's almost like a self-reflection. This is very weird. But I hope you guys are learning something from it. Uh, because I sure am. I'm reading these books and it's freaking great. I love this process. But yeah, dude, that that's that's what I'm learning right now is that my skills right now are all about collecting enough capital so that I can create assets which will make me wealthy. It's going to take some time and working that job, which is what I'm doing, yes. I'm a freelancer, I'm all this, but I still see it as a job. Now I see it as a job. My last podcast a couple weeks ago, I saw that it wasn't a job. I saw it was ultimate freedom. I saw that it was the best thing in the world. But now I'm noticing I just went from one point to another point, and those points are right next to each other. And I didn't really go that far. And, and it's not sustainable, and it's not the way to go. So yes, I did graduate from, let's say, from being in high school to college in this business life, but now I need to graduate from college to being in that master's program. And then from that master's program into the PhD, and that's where the, you know, the big sack of gold is. But, you know, it really isn't about the huge sack. It's all about not having to work, right? Because think about it, how light the life itself we didn't come here to work. Um, we didn't come here to experience life as work and live paycheck to paycheck. We came here for a struggle. As, as Well, these are my views on life, is that life itself is struggle. Life itself is pain. Life itself gives you the contrast to beauty and happiness. So in what other way are we living that nature than going out there and getting the money, going out there and taking risks? It's the same thing that these people out in the savannas in Africa are doing. They're taking the risk by going out and hunting for it. They're satisfied at the end of the day. You could probably hear my sister in the background using the thing. Oh my gosh, sorry. Yeah. Um, that is our nature. I think I totally think that I think our nature is to not be complacent and always face these challenges day to day and have accountability that what you went out and freaking 
you know, tackled is yours. And you cannot feel that at a corporation working for someone. I'm sorry, but it doesn't. They're not the same feeling. They're not. They're just not. Unless unless you got to, unless you have a different point of view, and I would love to learn it. I would love to hear from it. And I, I welcome it because I don't see it because I've gone through that. Let's see. Yeah, I mean... Those are my contradictions right now. This might be a short podcast, but um, yeah, I, I don't really know if there's anything else to expand upon except for that. I guess that I wanted to get that off my mind and share it with you guys. So until the next one, until the next, um, oh my gosh, my sister, I'm sorry guys, but yeah, I hope you left with something. So it's all about working hard right now to save enough capital. That's that the point in life that I'm in so that I can live a different freaking life, you know, do everything the opposite of what everyone else is doing. Um, and my next biggest thing is actually networking. I always, always freaking thought that I could do it all myself. I wasn't a team player. I love skateboarding. I love surfing. I love independent sports. And in school, I didn't need anyone to succeed. I, I made it all out, you know. But now I'm noticing that to get into certain spheres of networking, to get things done at a quicker rate um, with more influence and without friction, you need a strong network. Uh, and that's something that I need to build upon. Um, and some, a part of me inside feels kind of weird networking because at first it has to be a front or for me, uh, or so I thought that you have to put on this image of yourself to network and be someone that they want you to be. But I'm slowly putting out content on LinkedIn and I'm starting to notice that it's better to be yourself. Because the network that you create when you're yourself, you'll be more comfortable in, if that makes sense. So don't go out chasing the network that you um, think you want, but build that network around you, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Until next one, see you guys.